This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. This is Grant, the DM, and I'm here with Austin Brady. Zaldwin, the lost astronaut. Cody Smith. Carl Gauss, intergalactic radio station host. John Cayley. Nivitz Pozu. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy arms, Oliver. In our last episode, the crew attempted to execute their plot to plant the nuke in a PharmaCore office that was opening next door to the local healer. They ran into some obstacles and the enforcers that were guarding the place and they summoned a hobgoblin that terrified Oliver, at which point Oliver scooped up Carl and they aborted their mission. Uh, we are going to pick up immediately following these events um, with Zaldwin and Oliver uh, and the rest of the crew exiting Kellen's Cures. Uh, where are you guys going? Guys, if we're going to get out of here soon, let's just get the ship refitted. That's what we're here to do. Zaldwin's going to to nod and, and turn to Kellen and say, I'll come visit you in the morning, see if you actually want to leave with us. Um, is that all right? Yeah, just... I, I, I need to think about it. It's okay, Kel. T- take your time. Uh, and he's gonna, like, you know, with his, his arm over Oliver, like, start heading towards the inn. Okay. It is um, nighttime. What are you guys doing? Just straight to bed? Omelets? I can't eat any more of these omelets, Nivets. You can't seriously want to eat more of them. <laughs> Mumbles Nivets as he's like inhaling an omelet. His now super chubby teacup dragon is also mowing down on its like third omelet. I just don't have much of an appetite. Yeah, spice is like the uh, proverbial like downer in this universe, right? Like, uh, right? Yeah, it's like chill yeah um as soon as we re-enter the inn uh the same syringes that popped out in combat when i hit myself with wake um kind of just like show themselves on my shoulders and i take a, a hit of spice into the into my neck you can't um, inject spice you gotta inhale spice? you gotta inhale that puppy you gotta burn it oh, and you're gonna have to find some. yeah i have spice and i have perform and i have wake Okay, yeah. I have lots of drugs. You can't you can't light up in here, sir. There's no smoking in the omelet bar. Aren't we paying customers? I'm just gonna ignore that guy. <laughs> yeah, then I take a roll cigarette then. Can 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 I get like four omelets to go and we'll we'll just head out then? So you guys going to your rooms or Yeah, I'll I, I assume yeah. Okay. I'll so get my to go omelet. Two rooms. Who's in what room? Good question. Carl and Heavyheim, I, I think we're residing in one room. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's I think saying need Carl, to... Carl and I... Heavy Arms are in one room. <laughs> Carl and Heavy Arms, yeah. We're residing in one room. Oh, boy. Knock it out the chewing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. But yeah. Uh, so... Are you guys powwowing at all, or is it just bedtime? Yeah, was, I was gonna say let's. We should probably talk. I'm still, in, I'm still lost in what happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, right. Austin, I mean, Zaldwin is walking with me to the room. I, at least, I would assume. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're trying to get out of the public as quickly as possible, yeah. and try not to show too much face and get back to our rooms to hide out for the night. Let's just place all of you guys in, um, in in a room for now, so that you can. Oh fill in nivets and so on and so forth um yeah so once we are like in the room together uh oliver like sit heavily down on the bed and uh just like kind of like not like making like like trying to like look up at carl but like like doesn't like basically like a beaten dog he doesn't want to like make eye contact with carl and he's like he just goes i'm sorry boss it won't it won't it won't happen again uh, it's okay. I mean, that guy did look pretty scary. He literally, like, generated in that room somehow, and that's technology beyond... I didn't even think was 
capable of, let alone legal. I mean, that's got to be illegal tech. Oh, that sounds very interesting. It was like a fusion between a teleporter pad meets uh, some sort of hyper-generating clone and Hmm. probably all magic base. This is all theory, of course, based off of the one five-second interaction I had with the process. Intriguing. Indeed. Oh, sorry. Anyways, yeah, that guy, he looked pretty scary. So when you wanted to back out and he gave us the opportunity, it's hard not to take it. Um, Hermes uh, is going to hover by and uh, uh, light a stick of spice for Oliver and Zaldwin. (laughs) What, are you going to do this stuff too, Zaldwin? Oh, we, this is like the, the, the third crop of the Oasis. I mean, like, we, we grew this all yeah. over the Oasis. What are you talking hmm. about, man? Um, is, I, um, I was raised on this. I like to keep my mind sharp. Yeah. Anyways, let's watch some TV. <laughs> well, I think I've gathered the situation that happened before I arrived with the Knights. Yeah. So, he gave us... Uh, kind of an ultimatum. He put a laser cutter to my head and told me, told Oliver that we could leave. <laughs> uh, we took the nuke. It's still back at that lady's shop. Not did you? Yeah, I, the I, I'd like to. I'd like to say that we probably rolled that back to the ship. Okay. We don't want to. I, I Zaldwin would not have left a nuke at right, fucking. We'll allow it. You know what? Well, I remember taking it back to the ship now. <laughs> well, Sorry, uh, it's all this. I'm getting a second hand. Oliver will just kind of like shake his head after he takes a few good hits off the spice and he go, he'll just go, I'm not afraid of that guy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. He lit that laser cutter and it was like, uh, it was like I was who I was before I had these arms. Oh, did, that- did you know the guy? That hobgoblin's the one who cut the first arms I had off. Oh. 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 When I was a kid, he came to take my dad. Pharmacorp wanted what he had in his head, and I was made an example to make sure he cooperated. I haven't seen my dad since, obviously. But that's my first time seeing him again, and uh guess I didn't take it so well. <laughs> hmm. Zeldwin's gonna, uh, like... I, I imagine they're probably like sitting on the same bed uh, and he's going to like reach out um, and he's going to like dig in his bag a little bit uh, and, and pour out like uh, there's a couple small like glass vials um, and take like Oliver's big mechanical hand uh, and just start painting his nails. Like it, right. it, it, there might not be nails, but just like painting like basically like rectangles on the tops of his fingers and do you do you want to talk about it like do you want to or or do you just need a distraction right now i'll be fine don't worry next time we see him i'll turn him into a fucking stain Hmm. so carl (laughs) guessing from that room do you think he could reverse it teleport back away from the station i mean that sounds logical but you know I have a feeling he's not done with us. Yeah, I was just curious if you think he could leave that way, because if we think he'll leave the station, we might be able to set a trap for his ship. Give Oliver a second chance at this man. Mm. Well, if that's what you're asking, yeah, I don't think he travels via ship. His whole armor and everything came with him through the regenerator transporter. Um, Um, What I know, is it safe to assume that, like, I mean, there are they're hired muscle for pharma corp. Like they're not going to do anything unless like, they're not going to do anything in public or anything that's going to like, like this is underworld shit. Like I assume we need to be cautious, but they're not going to do anything outright ridiculous as far as we would know, because Ooh, they do have history. Seventeen. Um, yeah. So they would not, likely not do anything in public themselves but you wouldn't put it past them to hire someone to do something in public or for them to buy local 
you know, forces to arrest you on false charges or for them to pay port authority to, yeah, that's, they do business underhandedly and they are richer than God. Like PharmaCorp yeah. is a massive corporation and they have a lot of people in their pockets. Right, for sure. But the uh, fortunate side is that they don't know who we are up until this moment. And if we move quickly enough, the bureaucracy of that could be to our advantage as long as we get the fuck out of here before <laughs> they're able to put two and two together of where we're parked and who we are. The, Mr. The Pozu two, at the inn. If it, well, they know Nivitz Pozu, who is like, is... is oh, I mean, they, they so know this might be a little bit Mr. Meta. Pozu, and I'm at Mr. the end. Mr. Pozu. And if they look, try to look up posies, they might find posies, but Nivitz doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Nivitz doesn't exist, and Zalduin doesn't exist either because he's not from and this Carl timeline. Carl doesn't exist. <laughs> he's dead too. We're just Mr. about like the, the... What I'm saying is like at this moment, if we move quickly enough, I'm hoping. I would hope if we move quickly enough, we might be able to like at least get out without being fucking full on arrested. But like, we can't linger at all yeah because they will they're, they're not Judging gonna by... out, I'm assuming they'll eventually find out who we are one way or the other i would assume right yeah how long does it take to refit a ship with like the basic stuff we were gonna get like some new weapons or, or guns that did you did we buy the guns yet you know we didn't of course <laughs> you know you could you could have it done tomorrow and still leave tomorrow okay. like it wouldn't take it's more than a couple quick. hours yeah because we need guns modern machines can make this job pretty quick we're on a space station so Mm -hmm. yeah if it's all run by ai they they can just like do that they do that you didn't do anything silly with the money did you no no i didn't do anything silly with the money okay cool (laughs) question (laughs) i mean (laughs) cool anything before you guys hit the hay yeah, I'm still pretty um, exhausted. I'm now mentally exhausted as well. Z- Zeldun's gonna gonna tinker with uh, Hermes before like going to bed. You see a little yellow light rotating around his um, sensor, which means that you have a call coming in. Oh, uh, I I give the answer command, and he casts uh, against the wall an image, um, and you see a. Uh, tiefling lady, and it's your mother. Hi, honey, mom. honey, hey. can you hear? Can you hear me? Okay, can oh, you hear me? Clear, yep. Oh, yep. oh, hi, hi, hi. Oh, I'm so glad hi, we got mom. you. One second, Frank, get in here. Zalduin's on the thing. Honey, how, are you taking care of yourself? Let me see your teeth. Let me see them. <laughs> uh. Zaldwin gives like a, a real ugly, like goofy snarl, uh, with with all his his fangs and whatnot. Nivitz covers the eyes of his teacup dragon. So what are, you, are you making friends? Yeah, ma. Yeah, I'm making friends. How's how's it going? Uh, it's good. It's good, ma. I got your letter. You need to write more though. It's not enough at all. No, I know. It's uh, I'll I'll write more. I'll write more often. Frank. Yeah, where is he? What's he doing? I don't, I don't know. I mean, we knew we were gonna call you. Oh, there he is, there he is. And a uh, 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 a male sits down, and you know that this is obviously your father. So, uh, hi, Dad. Hi, Pa. Hey, How's son. Going? Are you are you keeping your you're brushing your teeth, right? Yeah. What is up with you all in my teeth? You all never like to brush your green. teeth. It was it was uh, yeah. like it was like. Pulling teeth, trying to get you to brush those things. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, he asks um, your mom to get his glasses so that he can see you better. And she leaves the room. And when she leaves, he kind of leans in a little bit. And he's like, hey, uh, son, is every- are things going okay out there? We've been getting some weird reports back from the other scouts. Like what? what what's going on? I don't know how to tell you this. I... You remember your buddy Lokmir? Yeah. He he didn't make it. They they're saying it's real dangerous. There's lots of lots of fighting. Not much civilized folk out there anymore. And I'm I'm worried about you. Uh, you I'm doing 
I'm doing fine, Dad. I'm here. I'm here with my friends. Uh, this this is Oliver. Say hi, Oliver. And uh, I, I'm gonna like tilt. Um, uh, I'm like gonna grab, pluck Hermes from the 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 air, like tilt him towards Oliver. This is Oliver, and uh, this is Carl, and, and I'm like spinning it around. And uh, this this is Pozu, Mister Pozu. He, he's the one that I told you about before. Hello. Hey there. Oh. So, see, I, I, I'm with friends. Much... I'm fine. Okay. I need you to stay safe. Okay. <laughs> Guaranteed. I've I've never been safer. Um. So I imagine you they they keep you on comms for as long as possible <laughs> yeah. um, just to talk about different things. Um, anyone else doing anything before bed? Uh, yeah, I guess I would go into the other room wherever we're not with them and be like, uh, you know, you guys just stay in here. I'm going to go do my show. And I walk into the next room and go live and... Uh, you know, uh, take calls about demonic possession from last week, but mostly I want to put out new calls about clone teleport technology and what people know about <laughs> what people know about this. Are you telling any stories or any anything going on that way? Uh, yeah, I would uh, tell the. I, I can't disclose where or how, but. I witnessed a man go from a somewhat of a fetal form to a full, fully grown being right in front of my eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, tell me if you've seen anything like this before. Um, I believe it is possibly magical, possibly technological, possibly psychological. Who knows? So you start getting call after call after call um, uh, about demonic possession, and most of them, I mean... All of them seem to be pretty much bullshit, right? Ladies and gentlemen, these have all been great calls. I love them. And I'm sure you, you're all telling the truth. You get a strange call, Carl, and when you answer it, uh, you just hear breathing for a while. But it's like a little loud, louder than normal. Sir, are you there? We've got other callers, sir. We can't, can't use all our airtime on breathing, as creepy as it is. Is my father with you? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I'm alone in this room at the moment, in my studio. Um, who's your father? And the call disconnects. But there's definitely a little chill runs down your spine. Oh, I think that one might have been the real one, folks. Uh... I'm getting my tracers on that call right now. I'm looking around the room. I'm just sitting in a hotel room. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you know, always welcome to take more calls on that anytime if we can get an expert on the line. Till then, open lines next week. Theoretical cloning teleporting technology. Thank you very much. Cool. Anything else before bed? No. Okay. Um, I this is a, a technical thing. When I was going to say that I was going to tinker with Hermes, I'm going to like do that role for, for that. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Got carried away with the RP. Yeah. No, that's great. I love that. I'm sorry for yelling at the mic. <laughs> nice. Boom. I think that's a level up. Is it not? Yeah. It's, it's technically two. Cause I have 19 points banked. <laughs> nice. Ooh, baby. Okay. Oh, well, um, while nope. you do that, um, it is um, sleep goes off without a hitch. Um, no one wakes up stabbed or anything like that. Um, you guys check out of your room and um, Jaden uh, comes up when you guys wake. It looks like he's already been awake and he has like bags and bags full. It looks like he got like board games and a bunch of books and like art supplies and stuff like that. And he's just like carrying a ton of stuff with him. So are we, uh, we're, we're heading to the, the sojourn now, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I do believe we, we still need to do some purchasing of some equipment for the ship, but I think that is our next destination. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I'm going to go. I think I'm just going to go wait on the ship. If that's okay. I'd like to kind of start getting it cleaned up and stuff. So it's a, it's a long trip. Should be good. 
that sounds reasonable to me. Just be okay. careful. So you guys are going shopping? Yeah, everybody this time. I think Zeldwin has an appointment to keep. Yeah, I do. Oh, the old lady. Yep, the old lady. Yeah. Well, should we all go? Done. Zeldwin's a big boy. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I I can go alone. Will you all take care of weapons? Oh, right. I'll, I'll I'll need the money. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, and I I pass over the the ten k credits or whatever it was that we had gotten. Put them into Oliver's account. All right, Oliver, you're a rich motherfucker. Uh, let's do weapon buying first. Um. Uh, Walk into the weapons store, of course. This is Old Honest Gems, a used spaceship emporium clearance yard. There's still that awesome jamboree music playing. You hear some banjos, you hear some harmonicas. Got big old pictures of gems up on every side of the wall. And a gentleman walks up to you and he's like wearing the classic straw hat of the uh, Old Honest Gems employees. It's like, well, hi there, folks. How can I help you today? You here to buy some weapons? You're in the weapons store, obviously. It's hard to Uh, yeah. Hello? Oh, hi. Hey, how's it going? Are it's, you a it's robot? It's going great. I am not a robot. Nope. Okay. Would you I'm like a... to speak with a robot? No, we no, We have no. automated systems. I'm sure you do. I'm sure they're great. Uh, so show us what you got in the 10K weapons range. Holy shit. You can buy a whole spaceship for that much. Oh. Well, what's your personal favorite? Oh, man. Well, uh, okay. So I'm not going to do the voice for all of this. Um, (laughs) I am going to walk you through the weapons. You guys have two medium mounts that are um, on the sides of the ships. Uh, They can fire in 180 degrees on the side that they're facing. And then you have a small weapons mount that is on uh, linked to your cockpit, which is 360 degrees. Okay. Uh, The the types of weapons in this world are flak cannons. Flak cannons are your standard spaceship armament. They fire a payload of shrapnel and micro-explosives, and they are particularly effective as point defense systems against enemy missiles. In-game, they get advantage when they're targeting enemy missiles. There are also ion cannons. Ion cannons are defensive weapons. They are used to disable electrical systems and shields. They do not deal direct damage and should never be used against enemy life support systems ever, because that was wrong. Uh, laser weapons do a devastating line attack that can cut through most metal. However, they are very short range and they are ineffective against shields. There are rail guns, which are mass drivers. They use the uh, electromagnetism basically to accelerate a dense metal slug at very high speeds and they can punch through most armor. They are, however, large and expensive, and they are very susceptible to ionization. As mentioned previously, they can be disabled by ions. Uh, Missiles are guided explosive weapons that deal a massive amount of damage, but they have to travel and they can be shot down. See, and we have three slots for all those. You have three slots. You uh, all of the um, so flak, ion and lasers all come in small, medium, and heavy versions. Railguns only come in heavy, so you cannot equip a railgun. You do not currently have missile base, but you could have missile base installed. Um, light weapons cost 500 credits. Medium weapons cost 1,500 credits. Heavy weapons cost 2,500 credits. However, you don't have a heavy mount, so you can essentially get you can mount two medium weapons, one light weapon. Uh, in order to retrofit your ship to have different mounts, that would take much more time than can be done today. So we couldn't get missile bays installed. You could, but not today. Right. You'd have to stay. So you said it was 15 for mediums and 500. I a reference document Ah, in our discord in general, if you'd like to take a quick look at that. Yeah. I say we're not looking to be like some fucking war bird for. Right. Well, I, mean, I was generally I thinking think we're using this exactly for what it, its original purpose was for the most part is the transport. Right. So, so what I was kind of thinking is that we've got our small cannon. We get an ion cannon for all around shield disruption and system disruption at any angle, 360. And then we've got our tractor beam. Mm-hmm. So we either go with the laser cannons 
and pull them in and just laser them to fucking pieces with their shields disrupted. I mean, that sounds awesome in my head. Uh, just scrap them. Or we could go with one of each on each side. But you just got to remember that those are limited angles. So we'd have to spin the ship around if we needed to use the laser cannon on that side. Yeah. Because it would be nice to have the ion disruptors for missile, incoming missiles. So we could either like specialize in close-up combat or be an all-arounder. Um, I think that the uh, chances of us uh, switching ships at some point in the far future is high. So me personally, I would say let's go all-arounder. Sounds good to me. Maintain the ability to defend ourselves. Never. Going over Those are just my general thoughts on the concept. I will tell you, the ship has 150 hit points, and it has an 18 AC. The ship that you have has a general mass. Yeah, it's and- slow, but it's got really high AC. You got you got a, a tank, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, as of right now, as a character, I don't know anything about ships, for the most part, other than how to, like, have his general knowledge of being able to pilot things. But, like... I don't know the inner workings of ships. I don't know how well equipped we are to duke it out with other ships. So at this point, like a general all around, like whatever is going to help us defend ourselves as we try to probably skedaddle in most cases is going to be good until we're more comfortable in space and build up a better armament. You said how many hit points our ship had? 150? 150, yep. So your idea was to have the ion cannon in the front or the sides? I forget. And the, the, laser the one on that the disrupts arm. shields in the small. That way we can hit them from any angle and disrupt their shields. Okay. And then, I guess, the missile disruptor one on the left and... Uh, the flat cannon? Yeah, the flat cannon on the left and the... What do you call it on the right? The, the lasers? Yeah, the laser cannon. That way, if we get in close, we can always make a right strafe, get in close and... Spin around to the left and blast their missiles out of the air. See what you're thinking there. They're just always going to, if they know us, they're going to know that we're going to be coming at them from the... God, <laughs> snows, guys, run. <laughs> keep your distance. Uh, do keep in mind that turning is not on a dime. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this is like the Expanse, not Star Wars. Like, there are Gs. You cannot just do a 180 in space and not die. From Can't stroke. do it crazy, Ivan. So, um, the turning more than a one eighth turn, so from north to northeast, turning more than that requires a check, and then turning more than a quarter requires a check, and everyone on the deck needs to make a, a save. Just so you know, I don't want you to think it's going to be super easy to just whip around when you got a missile coming at you. Uh, what's what, what's the point of having you know like artificial onboard gravity? Yeah, artificial gravity. <laughs> if you're just getting chucked around, it is not able to overcome the g forces from objects that are in motion. That's what inertial dampeners are for. Sometimes those my are- my opinions on the matter are well explored in popular <laughs> culture. Uh, if we have any listeners out there with, you know, like a, a PhD in physics, uh, please tweet at. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear it. It'd be dope. Based on my favorite show, The Expanse, being more accurate with that type of thing than most shows, I'm going to guess that it's probably, probably true. Now, should we have the... I don't know how G-forces work with no gravity. There is no, I don't know, friction. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it works never been to space hmm. i know there's an anime where a massive like arc ship when it moves like three degrees to the left like thousands of people die because it like rips everybody <laughs> like because it's, I mean, it's like the size of a like continent so when it turns like and it's moving through space like driving forward when it turns off of its trajectory in a sudden even like two degrees it like kills lots of people because they go flying off sidewalks and rails and go flying into walls and whole parts of the ship get broken on the inside because you also said it's about the size of the continent (laughs) yeah the massive impact that has turning at that speed so seems like that could be viable in my mind now that also sounds like if gravity was real then we it was real then or if the earth (laughs) is round why aren't we like flying off the earth as it rotates you know yeah well i guess it's like how 
gravity, artificial gravity being maintained inside of a space is affected by outside sources. So, like, mm. there is gravity indoors, and then you turn indoors, you are feeling that effect, right? Like, even though outdoors, the ship will turn, no problem. It'll move like butter, but, like, it, it's in the things inside of it are going to be moving around, like, like if you spin a jar of, you know, with bugs. Yeah, in. if the Earth suddenly stopped rotating, there would be major movement. Yeah, things would happen. Yeah, a lot yeah. of shit would happen. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that would be there'd be a lot of issues happening at that time. But. Lots of issues. All right, but all right. So the, for the weapons, are we sure we yeah. don't want the flat gun? According to the- NASA, if the Earth stops spinning suddenly, the atmosphere would still be in motion with its original 1,100 miles per hour rotations beneath the equator. All the land masses would be scoured clean of anything not attached to bedrock. Yeah, rock, topsoil, trees, buildings. Your pet dog would be swept away into the atmosphere. <laughs> So it's like when you're driving really fast. I don't know still, why they had to throw the dog in there. It's like the bedrock is like the platter a cake is on, and then you stop suddenly in a car, and the cake goes flying, but the platter is still sitting there. Yep. Anyways, I also <laughs> anyway, just apparated yeah. a hobgoblin in the closet, so you can yeah. at me about the science later. Anyways, um, did you? Has there been a decision? Uh, I think you're getting one of each, right? But do you know which one you're. Bring up the fact that I think that maybe we should get the flat cannon for the. I mean, small. I'm all flat cannons, dude. I'm all about a flat because cannon. if we have the small with the 360, I think the flak's the better choice because then we'll have the 360 degrees of protection for missiles. Sure. Instead of you know an ion cannon, which is like a awesome, but it's not going to do a lot for missiles. Right. Now you did say you guys had some extra credits. I mean, if you want to store some of these, it's not too hard to swap them out when you're docked. Yeah, that sounds cool, too. I mean, if you want to grab one or two, just in case. Retrofit later. Or in case we take over another ship. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should save our money for now and just get what we need. Might invest in a better ship, too. I mean, you don't have to put any credits down right now. I can sign you guys up for a 12-month No, no, we're not doing that. I appreciate your offer, though. Thank you very much. All right, we'll take all right, one right. of each. We'll take a small flat cannon, it sounds like, uh, and a medium ion cannon instead of the original order. So let's slap those. So subtract 3,500 credits from what you have. All right. Now, can I interest you in a buy one, get one free missile deal? How much are missiles? A thousand credits. And to buy one, get one free? Yep. Get two missiles. We don't all right. Them. All right. Can I interest you in a financing plan on those bad boys? No, I think we'll just pay in credits. All right. Oliver. We'll another thousand gold. Uh, and he would want the details of where your ship is docked. You know what I mean? And it's call sign and that this would all happen. You know what I mean? It's you're you're not going to walk out with a plastic bag of missiles. <laughs> Oliver could yeah. probably carry him to the ship, though. I mean, well, okay, fine. Here you go. We're docked here. And this is the ship or the hawk. Okay, so, right. so we, are you interested in a warranty plan on any of those weapons? Extended warranty. Now, how would a warranty plan on the missiles work? Well, not on <laughs> the missiles, but oh, on the weapons. Well. I mean, if they malfunction or they're damaged, such chance eh. that could happen. No, 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 not an old honest Jim's used spaceship emporium weapon. These are these these bad boys are put together with love and care. But you never know; stuff happens. Mm, I think we'll take our chances. You sound pretty confident. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you if you think so. Now, what's your return policy on these weapons? As long as they've not been fired or tinkered with, you can have all your credits back. What if there's a malfunction within 30 days? Can I interest you in our warranty program? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for all Wait your... Wait a second, I think I saw you on TipTap. Were you just on Prosperity Bay? Uh, yeah, we were. This guy right here, he's the champ. Yeah, no, I saw the little gnome guy. He was throwing acid at a child. I laughed into his face. He pulls up uh, a tablet and shows you, and it's like put to music with like text animation and stuff with you throwing acid at this child. 
That's some very high quality forging. That's Ooh. crazy, dude. It looks so real. How'd you get him to pose for that? When did you do well, that? I don't remember. I, I offered a kid better. 20 credits if he wanted to make a 20, uh, t- tip tap. And well, we made a tip tap. I don't remember this happening, Nivitz. <laughs> Nivitz just kind of swings his hand what? behind him and like hits Carl in the crotch. And he's like, <laughs> but that's it. We'll, we'll see you next time. We'll, we'll see if anything, you know, we need anything else. So those sh- those weapons are going to be delivered to our ship. Yeah, we'll have those installed, and we'll have missiles put in your uh, loading, your dock, loading bay. All right. Inventory, storage. I don't know why I can't think of the word for where you put things right now. Cargo bay. Cargo. Yeah. Sorry, it's my first day. What? No, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> cut over to Zaldwin. Um, and as you walk uh, by the PharmaCore office, you will note there's a brand shiny new door on the front. I kind of sneer and I, I push open the, the door to Kellen's cures and the, the little bell rings at the door. Ding, ding. Um, and you see Dr. Kellen is at the counter, um, <laughs> not dead. And she has uh, a couple duffel bags packed. And they're sitting by her and she looks up and she says, well, I, I, th- I think it's time for me to move on. And I, 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 I have some credits and I, 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 I don't know about all this adventure stuff, but, you know, if you guys could just get me to the next station, maybe I can start over there. You know, I, I, I leap over the counter and just like scoop up this old woman and like spin her around. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. I, I. I, uh, you know, and if the credits aren't enough, I can, I can help. I, I'm, I'm a, a licensed uh, medical professional. I can, I can heal wounds. I can, you know, whatever ails you guys, I, I'll make myself worth it. But yeah, I, I think I'm ready to move. Uh, Zaldo and just like smiles and like hoists up all the duffel bags up on his shoulders and like car- is carrying them all. Uh, he looks <laughs> basically like a a fistful of dandelions as he's like hobbling around with, with all these duffel bags. Awesome. So uh, a couple hours later, um, you guys are, are you guys leaving? I don't want to walk you anywhere. You're not walking, but I assume we're heading out. Yeah, I think we so. packed up all of her stuff. Then I yeah, don't know if she can good. sell her place. Yeah. Is the, is there any like burn it? Oh, like, <laughs> Detonate it once we leave. Can we put one of the <laughs> mi- can we can we put one of the missiles inside there and just have it on a timer? Yeah, if you guys cannot leave without committing arson, you can absolutely <laughs> do that. Um, is there is there any so like we have yeah, Kellen's like thing. duffel bags full? Um, is there any like part of the shop that looks like it is? I don't know, like a sign. That would be particularly like old, right? Like she says, like her her family has been there for like generations. Or is there like a some sort of like keepsake of the place? Give me your investigation roll. Investigation. That's a seventeen. Yeah. Um. Just coming up with an item off the top of my head, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I think you maybe find a little picture frame um, that has like the first. I don't know, like the first receipt of the first credit that her her granddad ever earned at Kellen's Cures and had it framed and looks like she kind of looked over it when she was packing. Oh, I'm I'm going to scoop that up and, you know, like stuff it in in one of the duffel bags as as we leave. And um, I don't know if there's like a selling broker thing that we can just like do online like online <laughs> real estate age or something. Yeah. She would explain to you that she's already, um, yeah. she's, she's passed it along to a professional who's going to handle the sale and she'll get the credits for it. Sweet. All right. Um, yeah, let's, let's hustle out of here and get down to the ship. Yeah. So your ship is being worked on for, you know, another hour or so you guys kind of wait around in the loading dock. Um, there is some news on, uh, going on in the world that I'd like to fill you guys in on. Um, okay. The two 
as you're watching the TV, anyone that would be watching the TV in like the waiting room, so to speak, of the the dock there, uh, you see that there is a uh, Terran Command blockade that is accosting Hadria, which is an asteroid mining colony. It is in this system, and it is a dispute over a resource between the Ancients Alliance and Terran Command. Um, when there was not an Ancients Alliance, as you guys know, the Ancients Alliance was formed about 25 years ago. Um, this was a cooperative uh, effort that they were using to mine the resources from this, and they are now in a dispute over it, and Terran Command is uh, basically not letting anyone in or out. And this type of thing always is a little scary, because um, the Ancient Alliance and Terran Command going to war would be massive, and the Ancient Alliance was able to form and leave the IOT peacefully, which was a feat. And the other big thing that you see is the Pope. The Pope is he a fast has... guy? <laughs> no, this is uh, this is um, so uh, Cardinal Jean Paul, who's actually Jaden's uncle, is giving a speech. He's giving. He's up. He's he's the famous vid evangelist. So his show's on all the time. Pretty much anytime you see a vid screen, there's a fifty percent chance he's on there talking about something. Uh, and you and he's interrupted by the actual pope. It's um, Cumberland the Ninth. He comes out onto stage and he announces that he's going to be retiring. Um, he has not chosen a successor yet, but he is letting everyone know that he is going to be living out his days in peace, which is big news. And Jaden was particularly interested in that bet. Hmm. Well, that could be a problem. Whoever the new Pope is could be a war. Is curious. Very curious. Yeah. And it is an interesting uh, point that you bring up, um, Carl, because the church, I don't know if I've actually read any church lore. It's up on our website now, guys. I put all the lore on the website because I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> but the there has been some dispute over the Pope's handling of uh, Enders specifically, um, whereas uh, Grandmaster Payens believes that you know the Enders are happening because the church is letting them happen and that they're not taking a strong enough stance, whereas the 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 Pope tends to think that they're defenders. They can only aggress when they've been aggressed on. And that has been a that has been an argument. Um but more on the church at a later date. Uh so yeah, as you as I mentioned, Jaden did get a bunch of books and a bunch of games and he is cleaning up and things like that. You guys get on your ship. This is a fourteen day trip. So um you are let me get you guys to the... So, in the star map, you guys are going to be traveling from the Victor system to the Zulu system, from the Zulu system to the Sola system, taking a gate um, from the Sola system to the Ada system, which is in a different galaxy. So this is a hyperspace gate. Uh, and then you're going to be um, moving to the Bull system. And it is a total of 14 days of travel. So... To start, Zaldwin, give me 14 D20s plus whatever. So let's see how much we can beef up Hermes on the road. That is 168. You need to add your Tinker's Tools 14 times also to that. Uh, so whip out the calculator. Uh, you're right. Tinker's Tools. You said four, 14. 14 times 4. 56. Okay. Cool. So you're working away on Hermes. Are you guys... Anything else you guys are doing over the travel other than staying sane? Nivitzel jot down in his journal. That's most of it. Doing my radio show and trying to play some video games with Oliver. No, no. We gotta go this way. It's more efficient if we do this level first. And then you go to the tombs. Nivitz will tune in more often about the the Pope being replaced. Very curious if we're getting a more proactive Pope. I just want to squish the zombies in the tomb, man. Let's just go to the tomb. So, uh, Nivitz, uh, you know from listening that there's a ton of speculation. I mean, it's all anyone's talking about right now, because, I mean, most people belong to the church. Like, most people, like, 
80% of the people you will ever meet believe in the church to some degree. Um, and there's a lot of speculation. Uh, the Pope has not said anything, but people believe it is between uh, uh, Jean-Paul, the vid evangelist, who is Jaden's uncle, Grandmaster Payens. It's not unprecedented for the leader of the Papal Knights to become a Pope. Um, and there is also Archbishop Gromlug, who is a well-beloved um, philosopher and philanthropist. Uh, and he is the first orc to ever be appointed as a cardinal. He concurrently holds both titles. And that seems to be the speculation currently that is that it's going to be one of those three. And you would know that the Pope can choose a successor in this world and the Cardinals can basically, you know, confirm it. Would I have any other kind of further insights from my position as an ex-Pope Knight? Uh, I mean, like, would I have any kind of outside as knowledge? To, that yeah, as to what decision the Pope would make, um, you would not have any specific insight into that. Right, um, even Jaden would be, you know, not really know. The The Pope is a, you know... Yeah, the Pope's the Pope. <laughs> the Pope's the Pope. He's a little bit secretive. He can do no wrong. He is, you know, he, he, he would not wear his intentions on his sleeve. The only thing you guys would be pretty sure of is that he wouldn't make a political decision. He would choose who he thought was the best. Um, the the worry would be the Cardinals confirming um, whoever they chose. So, you know, if the sentiment that the church is not involved enough in the world affairs uh, prevails, then the Cardinals would prefer Grandmaster Payans. If, um, if the, you know, philanthropy do good side were, were to prevail, then it would be Gromluck. If it was kind of the white bread choice, it would be um, Cardinal Jean-Paul, who is... Uh, like righteous gemstones type vid evangelist character. He's like very flamboyant, uh, super thin, you know what I mean? Very generic type character. Never really answers a question, you know what I mean? Yeah. You ask him what he had for breakfast, and he just talks about how much he likes the local kitchen. Ooh, I hope Grandmaster wins, you know, well, not wins, is selected to be the next pope. Keep an eye on this. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, Nivitz, you don't have any children, do you? Um... Huh, maybe. Maybe. Well, I didn't want to freak you guys out. You know, we're we're eating breakfast right now, Nivitz, but you know, well I didn't want to freak you guys out, but I was doing my show the other night and somebody called in and was trying to scare me. We were doing a show about demon possession and they were breathing on the phone all scary. But uh then they asked if I was hanging out if if or if their dad was with me hmm. and I don't think that any of you two have kids, right? Uh, Zaldwin, you don't have kids, do you? Oliver? Uh, I have no children. Hmm. Well, uh, no. Jaden? Uh, no, 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 I don't. Isn't that well, creepy I, that you, someone would call me on the phone like that and do that? I mean, and you know, I I got my tracers on it, and I couldn't trace it. <laughs> uh, could they be t talking about Solomon? Hmm. I, I mean, consider that as an option. Yes. Because we did take him, and we did have him. Do you think that his children are possessed, too, somehow? Doubt it. I mean... Enders don't roll around with their kin all that much, do they? Okay. Um, in, in interest of time, I want to move. This is great, and I want to... Any other time, I would just let us sit on the ship and talk for days. But I do want to get us to the next location for next week, if that's OK with y'all. Mm -hmm. um, you guys arrive at the sojourn um, and you guys have seen pictures of this. Um, I'm sure you guys kind of perused the flyer. Um, but seeing it in person is just leaves all of you in a little bit of awe. It is the largest man-made object you've ever seen. It is the well larger than a moon and is a massive teardrop shape. Um, and you'll see that it has just hundreds of floors, um, just huge windowed promenades along the front, along the curvature of the front of the teardrop. And then at the very top is a, a large glass dome. And inside you see a castle 
and you know that this is the um basically the city within this ship where the ceo lives this is vanwell moonshade and this is uh the ceo of the sojourn and this is an extremely powerful like bazillionaire and this guy runs this ship where millions of people live so the sojourn is not just where people are frozen it is also an entire almost nation in and of itself there are several lodges where people live uh, maintain the ship it, it, it employs hundreds of thousands of people who maintain um the systems of the ship keep it running it has a uh, fuel tank the size of an ocean it has massive engines and then there's also a very thriving tourist location people come visit people come visit loved ones so the richest of the rich are in the top floors in first class so to speak and they might be frozen this is a cryonic ship if i did not state that already they might be frozen alone in a entire like mansion where people can come visit you know their loved ones and stay there and you know have servants and eat and then leave um and then other people will be on the other floors they'll be frozen in different bays um and they are woken up in a order based on the level of the ticket that they got so the concept of this ship is that it can travel indefinitely um Eventually, there will not be the tourist attractions when they're, you know, as things start to taper down into, you know, bare minimum fleet. There is an artificial there are basically war robots, artificial intelligences that can keep the ship going for thousands of years. And then people are woken up in order from first class to the numbers that you see below they're woken up as resources become available as they find new worlds if they find a new galaxy with a sun things like that that's how people are woken up it boasts a 98 percent success rate so most people that are frozen here survive the process there are always some inherent risks with being fucking frozen um and yeah that's enough information to start with um so that's where we'll, we'll end our episode today thank you guys everyone for listening you can check us out on the homebrewpodcast.com and we would really appreciate any uh sharing and any reviews that you can leave us it really helps us grow uh we actually uh got some fan mail recently which was super cool and super exciting to read and that stuff just makes all of this worth it so we will catch you next time for episode eight on the homebrew.